really want me you know what would really motivate me to get back on a Riverdale start season two. Oh no. What? <laughs> oh god. If uh if Brendan were to send me more Riverdale compilations of the shitty writing. Yeah. That wasn't very careful. <laughs> <laughs> I know why he wants the compilation. Hello, everybody that is listening. I'm not super good at this, but whatever, we ball. <laughs> you were doing so great. Come on, man. Give yourself some credit. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't got much more to say about Malignant. I got a bunch of other horror movies to talk about because there was a lot of stuff that came out. There was like a decent amount of stuff that came out in 2020 to like talk about that's both, you know, high quality and also pretty damn garbage. You know, I heard sap- Spiral was bad. Yeah. I, Spiral was this year. Oh, that's right. He's right. Spiral was Shit, 2021. You know what the I sad part? I didn't see it. I didn't uh, see it, and I also it, heard it was bad. One thing I, I hate about this... I see it, though. It actually looked, it looked good from the trailer. Uh, what's sad is that, like, this pandemic, like, so much and so little at the same time came out that I have, like, a really hard time trying to remember all that happened because we lost the year and everything, so... All I remember is that uh, Trolls World Tour started the Cinema War. Like that's I all think... I remember. Spe- I speaking of which, speaking of which, I would like to just take a moment to say, well, first, hello, I'm all. <laughs> second, <laughs> oh my god, uh, good job, <laughs> Levi. <laughs> second, let's let, let, let's go back for a minute there and let's discuss that. So obviously, oh the last time. We were we were all together and we talked about movies was like in March or February of 2020 mm-hmm. before the pandemic cut us off and we didn't even know yes. that was our final episode. Yes. Between then and now, October 2021, a lot has changed in terms of the way that we view movies now. Mm-hmm. How does that make us feel? How have we changed in terms of how we view movies, Levi? Because I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, Levi's streaming. more accepting the streaming movies now because that's all. Wow. That's what I was going for. <laughs> okay. Bada bing, bada boom. That's what I'm looking for. Stream The streaming wars are fucking flourishing more than ever than they did before because I, of the yeah. whole pandemic. Like, the oh. pandemic, like made these streaming services step on the gas of the V12, making it sound like a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so so I guess we are trying to, like, I will say this. The original, we had a discussion way back, way back when, of, like, when streaming services were, like, it was, I think it was when The Irishman came on Netflix. Like, Brendan and Steven were on one side, and meanwhile, Levi and I were just like, eh, I don't really feel like it, but now... (laughs) Well, yeah, because Levi was like, 
all Netflix movies are bad. And they are, except for the ones made by high prolific filmmakers. And then Roma went I to the Oscars. And obviously, I think that is a bullshit statement because not <laughs> every, not, I, I, I gotta say it because it's obvious. I, 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 I gotta say it. Not every high profile creator makes a good movie, That's no matter if true. it's on streaming or not. He's oh, correct. No, you, you know, you, you are correct in that statement very much because we saw there were some movies that were that we really expected to look to be really good that were on streaming that turned out to be pretty fucking bad. I duh, duh, duh. Velvet, looking at you, Velvet Buzzsaw. Well, Ooh. that's because it was a streaming service. Yeah. The streaming service movies are bad. Levi, <laughs> like, oh, like I honestly also, have no words for you. <laughs> Yeah, like first of all, hush. Second of all, like hush. Levi, Levi, you can't. Levi, you wait. Are you talking about the movie hush, or were were you saying? I was telling. I was hushing. I was hushing Levi. Also, you Uh. can't say that. You can't say that Velvet Buzzsaw was bad because of where it was. It was made by the same person who directed Nightcrawler. Okay. Which is my, which is where my point revolves back to. Nightcrawler is a good fucking movie. Exactly, it, is. it was yeah, a one hit wonder for that director. He made, he also he made other good movies that you just don't like. Oh. <laughs> he the did Kong Brothers. Skull. He also did Kong Skull Island. He That's wrote a good movie. movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. That he wrote okay. He also did Roman J. Israel Esquire. Oh, Levi, another movie that's okay. And then he also helped write the story for uh, Real Steel. Yeah, that movie's okay. Wow, everything he's um, saying, Levi, you just got. I mean, I never. I've seen. I think I've only recently seen the Born Legacy, though. Uh, worst Born out of them all. Hey, I listen to the one with Jeremy Renner. It is the yes, one with Jeremy Renner. He's got some good music. Oh no! <laughs> hey, I will just say have no have I will just I will just say this about streaming services. Above all, whatever Levi says, I'm just glad that Roma won the Oscar for Best Picture because it deserved that movie. Shut the fuck! <laughs> the green fucking book. The green fucking book wins goddamn Best Picture over fucking Roma. Levi, you know, they're he, never gonna give the Best Picture Oscar to a streaming movie. Yeah, even if it deserves it by a good director. Let's fuck it. <laughs> fuck you guys. You, no, you literally, you literally did this. that. To you said this. You you literally said that, and you also brought on this topic. Roma this... was the best film that year. This, this is literally. Listen, I'm not know, disagreeing with you. I'm just throwing what you said back in your own face, Levi. Okay. This this right here is literally. You oh, turn. Okay. You turn her. This this you right here is. Her gets to me. You have done that yourself. <laughs> so you I brought, brought this up. peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new film production. <laughs> Your no, new, new film, film production. Also, also, let me say, let me say something else. Another good movie that was on Netflix streaming services, motherfucking El Camino. 
great you, you are right you are right <laughs> that is a good movie i have not great. seen breaking bad nor have i seen that maybe movie. that's Gee, that, you know what I that is that's why. a you problem oh it's my not good like god someone damn. has been telling you to watch breaking bad for four years it is next on my list after i finish the sopranos tony soprano Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. After I finish the Sopranos, oh, this Breaking, is Breaking Bad is next. But I've got other TV shows coming up in the meantime. Yeah, you say that all the time, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you're not going to finish <laughs> the Sopranos before Many Saints of Newark. Oh, I, I, I'm still on. I mean, he too. only has it. Comes out he tomorrow. has. Yeah, he has like what <laughs> three hours? He ain't going that. Guys, Monday. I'm seeing The Many Saints of Newark at 3 o'clock. And then at 8 o'clock in IMAX, I'm seeing Venom with oh. Carnage. I'm having a double feature. Mm, God damn it. I'm proud of you for seeing The Many also, Saints in theaters, though, and not watching it at home on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Also, I want to see, see The Many Saints uh, in theaters first. You should watch all of them. In theaters first before you watch any of them. Also, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come back and say another movie, another series of movies that's that are Netflix original movies that are um good. And Levi, you can't sit here and deny these. Um, the the, all the all the boys. I knew, I knew you. Wow, I knew you were gonna bring that one up. Listen, straight up, is you. Okay, straight up. The to all the boys movies are some of the best chick flicks I've ever seen. They are those I love. I I did not expect to like super like these movies because I was yeah. super skeptical because I was like, oh no, this seems like a kissing booth film. Which uh, I'm sorry. I've to seen the kissing on, booth movies I'm now. I can to, actually speak on those. <laughs> you like? I'm sorry to anyone that has seen the kissing booth and loves those movies, but I, I look at understand. them so, and I so, can't stand them. So in the first Kissing Booth movie, I do not understand why we see her get shirtless so many times. That movie's got aren't a movie. They like in high, aren't they Who like stars in, in those high, movies again? Aren't they like in high school? Yeah. I don't uh, like that. Wait, she, you know. We see, her, we see her without her shirt like four times. I remember I, I like, looked at, I I like looked at Adriana and I was like, how many times does she take her clothes off in this movie? <laughs> Okay, well, you know, another a TV show, Euphoria, depicts high schoolers, and how often do they get nude in that? Like, that's... No, but, no, I understand that, but the kissing booth is, like, I thought it was a PG movie. It's a PG-13 movie. It's a so PG-13 was... movie, and she takes her clothes off, like, numerous times? I mean, exactly. we see her in, like, her underwear. Exactly. Uh, naked but like no like one of the plot points in a in the kissing booth is they're at their friend's house she gets completely trashed um and then like everyone is like cheering at her and she's like i'm gonna take my clothes off and she takes off her shirt and all the guy all the guys in the pool are like yeah and then like she like passes out and i'm like I, I'm uh, like I don't understand where the tone of this movie is going. Like that's it, uh, it made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> that's very sketch. The, it the, sounds okay. like they. It sounds like they played fucking ping pong with the tone of this movie. But, but the actors, because I was very confused. The actors in this movie are adults, right? They're not actual teenagers. Yeah, they're adults. 
Okay. Uh, Jacob Ellardy, who plays uh, Nate on Euphoria, is the is the main guy. Ew. In the kissing booth. Jacob Ellardy's actually a, a pretty decent actor. Like he's actually. Oh no, pretty, I'm pretty I'm sure guy. he's a. And I'm I, sure I mean, he has to great... be a, a good actor for us to hate Nate as a character. Yeah, like I'm sure he's a. <laughs> I'm sure he's a fucking sweetheart. But god damn it, do I hate Nate? Forget it, Nate. It's euphoria. Oh no. my god. <laughs> no. Don't even. The point is good rom-coms come up and surprise you. And yeah. we we literally like we made like literally this year whenever the third one came out, we made it a we made it we made it possible that all of us like Sat here together. Yeah, we sat through our phones. We did, and watched, and watched the third uh, one together. Yep, we so like FaceTime to the phones. I wish we that were together fun. for that. I wish that we was... had more time, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking never... of that, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four wasn't that good either. <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let, let's back. Well, what's up? Okay. See that that was the first film where they experimented with the simultaneous uh, day and date release of in theaters and HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ticket sales were at that time the best for the pandemic. <laughs> um, that was like that was almost a year ago at Christmas, and streaming wise. It did give HBO Max a boost. But since then, Warner Brothers has made their entire 2021 release day and date in theaters and on HBO Max. And uh, how well, how do we think that's doing, boys? I think that it was a smart move in the beginning. Do you um, think so? In the beginning of- well, yeah, I think it was a smart move in the beginning of the year because nobody wanted to go out in the theaters at the height of the pandemic. Um, I think now, now that vaccines are, are pretty readily available and mask mandates are, are coming back stronger um, because of the Delta variant, I think it's kind of it's kind of hurting, <laughs> hurting business for, for Warner Brothers, especially because uh, we saw we saw how low the uh, the box office for the suicide squad was which was a great movie Absolutely it was love amazing i saw that movie three times god damn i just saw it but once no i no i'm sorry i saw it twice I saw it for the advanced screening and then i saw it in IMAX because I'm our advanced so, screening wasn't in i'm IMAX. so upset <laughs> That I could not see the advanced screening because oh, I was, uh, it was fun. I I mean I would literally I would have, but I was at Lollapalooza that day, so yeah. I was like, man, um, I would love to like leave and come back. It but... it was so it was so difficult not being able to talk about it, mm-hmm. like with you guys though, because I was like, I want to talk about this fucking movie, but no <laughs> one's seen it yet. <laughs> um. But yeah, we saw how uh, how the box office for um, Suicide Squad went. It it brought in some subscribers, I guess. Some. Um, but yeah, 
Um, well, everyone thought that the Delta variant was the reason why why it didn't make any money, but then you turn around and uh, fucking Shang Chi is is blowing was blowing everything out of the water. Still is. It's the highest right now. It's the highest grossing like domestically during the pandemic worldwide. Right now, F nine is the highest grossing worldwide, but domestically, Shang Chi is like blowing past records. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Like, uh, some people were saying like it was the Delta variant, the reason that that Suicide Squad wasn't making money, but it's a lot of it is like is. Warner Brothers releasing it on HBO Max at the at the same time uh, at like no cost like as long as you're a subscriber of HBO Max you can you can see any of the movies which again I thought was like was like smart for the beginning of 2020 but um, I think it kind of it definitely hurt them recently and I'm kind of uh, worried about Dune more about I, how Dune is going to perform. I I yeah. will say this. I agree with you, but also disagree with you to a certain extent. I think that, in the words of uh, uh, well, not the exact words, but to paraphrase uh, Christopher Nolan, this was oh, uh, the worst fucking idea. <laughs> this I I I think that this simultaneous day and date release with no extra fee for HBO Max to watch the movie Warner Brothers movies on HBO Max I think it's failed because yeah, I, I, I will say I think um, having it be free if you're a subscriber um, is is pretty and like not smart I think like, that it should be like discounted I don't think that I think that they shouldn't have done what Disney did uh, with Disney Plus, where like, oh, if you pay like thirty five dollars, then you can watch it. 30, no, they should have like discounted it, maybe like twenty five bucks. Like, yeah. If you pay twenty five well, bucks, you can watch the movie. Or the the, re- the reason why I disagree with you to an extent, Brent, is because you said you think it worked in the beginning, and I'm gonna be honest, I think it only worked. For Wonder Woman 1984, did I did I say it worked or did I say it was smart? One of the two. Because I, can't I thought I I, mean, I don't fucking know. We'll we'll hear when it goes back to it. I thought that I said it was smart, and the the reason why I said that is because people weren't going to the theater. I mean, I the the reason why is because in the beginning, like the only one it really worked for, I believe was Wonder Woman 1984, because after that, January, February, Warner Brothers didn't have shit as far as, like, really big releases um, of movies. All they had in, like, January was The Little Things, which wasn't that great of a movie. And then February, they had Judas and the Black Messiah, which actually is a very good movie. I very much enjoy that one. But it's not one that, like, attracts... Uh, like it's not a big movie. Their first mm-hmm. like big movie they had was Godzilla versus Kong, and that movie fucking sucked. I'm sorry. Godzilla that that movie did suck. Bad. That movie was bad. However, it's been the best grossing Warner Brothers film this year so far for them. And that move, but but you got to keep in mind too that movie came out over Easter weekend, 
and it was released on a Wednesday. So we'd had two extra days yeah. of a weekend box office as opposed to the standard three. So that's why it generated And it was Godzilla like versus mil. Kong. Yes. Yeah, so people want to go see that on the big screen. That other movie was bad. It, it was. But, but other than that, the only other Warner Brothers movies that have been like successful in the theater have been the third Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me and Do Space It. Space Jam 2. And Space Jam 2. Like, Space Jam 2 was a surprise to everyone that it overperformed well. It knocked Black Widow off the number one spot. It, it made more than what they expected. Like, it just, that was a surprise, Space Jam. And even The Conjuring uh, 3, that was a surprise because that was they were expecting Quiet Place 2 to be number one again. And Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It knocked it off that spot too. And it was like, damn. So that, I that's the new Conjuring was good. I've heard like all the con- – I've seen the first Conjuring with you guys, obviously. I haven't seen the second one. but I like I've, the first Conjuring. The second Conjuring is good too. I've not seen the second one yet. But I've, I've heard that the Conjuring movies are good. But – that that's really all that I think it's been successful for, as far as this day and date streaming service. I do think because the whole purpose of it being free for subscribers was just for HBO Max to get more subscribers, and the only way that would happen is if their movies were free, so that way people can sign up. But it's kind of disappointing when you hear the uh, the Friends reunion special <laughs> brought in more subscribers than the first half of all the Warner Brothers films released on uh, HBO. Man, that's pretty pretty disappointing. Pretty sad to hear. Yeah. So that's that's what I and then we of course I think the biggest red flag of the whole thing so far has been the Suicide Squad. That was a big event film, and that underperformed and just continued to tank each week at the box office like continued to dip lower and lower like it was pretty piss poor and upsetting to watch my question for all of you is with now that we've talked about like wonder woman 1984 and all these other uh, movies coming out on streaming services and so on and so forth i want to ask has and of course changing the way we watch movies have you guys been looking more, I guess, have you guys watched more movies on these streaming services re- recently instead of going to the theaters? And if so, do you th- have a preference between one or the other? Because for me, I know personally, like, I love going to the movie theater, but at the same time, like, being at home, it's just nice because I'm there all around my family and stuff. But the, the experience of the theater is still just, like, one of my favorite things. So that's my question for you guys. Um, anyone can start I- I mean, I've watched a, I've watched a couple of, of, the movies on the on the streaming services. Um, I've watched a lot less Netflix, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, I've watched a lot less Netflix. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Army Netflix of the Dead is... was probably the biggest movie that I watched on on Netflix during, during all of this. What movie? Uh, Army of the Dead. Oh yeah, that was Which that I was the biggest. Loved. Movie. I loved Army of the Dead so much. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great watch. Um, but no, it if, if long, I, it was. I liked it. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, it added more depth and and everything. A lot mm-hmm. of world building. Um, I've watched a lot more TV 
if I'm being honest. Like I've watched a lot more series um, during all of this than I have um, than I have movies. Same. Um, yeah, same. Like normally, I only watch TV during the summer, never during like the school year. But last year, even before the pandemic began, like was my year. I watched like TV nonstop. It was always yeah, one you, show you, after you the other. You barely fucking hung out with us before we got oh. kicked off campus because you wanted to watch fucking Spartacus. And you guys couldn't join me for Spartacus. You didn't even Holy. ask if, if like if if you could. You just started doing it. <laughs> yeah, you Steven just popped in there. Spartacus and said, I'm "I was, I was barely, Spartacus. <laughs> I was barely there for Spartacus." You're like, I'm gonna watch a disc at night, Levi. Don't you want to hang out with us? You can watch it too. I don't want to watch Spartacus. Well, too bad. I'm watching a disc at night. Man, Fuck you know, you. What we you know, what we could have dated instead of watching Spartacus. We could have got through at least like a good chunk of uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, oh my god. god. Well, you know what we did watch together though? What? The Muppet Show. We did. We did. The Muppet <laughs> Show was good. <laughs> the Muppet we did show watch the Muppet good. Show. We um, watched an episode a day of the Muppet Show. We did. I I I miss the Muppet Show. I miss watching it with you guys. That was so much fun. Um But no, uh I binged uh I binged the Sopranos. Um, it took me a little bit to get through like the first season, but once I got through like season one is when I really started binging it. That's when Elizabeth started watching it with me too. So we, we did all that. I watched the first, um, like season and a half of Preacher. I really liked Preacher, but I haven't finished it yet. Um, oh man, I gotta, I, I tried to start Preacher. I got like a couple episodes into it and then I was like, Ooh, What's this? Probably another season of anime. We're gonna watch that instead. Yeah, that 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 happened. Yeah, <laughs> um, it happens yeah. every time. Well, that that's how I was. I was like, man, I'm really liking this show, and then never fucking continued it. Um, yep. But no, Preacher's good. I liked it. Um, we started showing Becca Walking Dead. We got through the first four and a half seasons i think we're in season five right now we haven't continued that yet um we started watching one tree hill too um they wanted to show me one tree hill so i as we started watching that is there one tree on the hill i don't know i haven't seen the hill yet <laughs> wait how we how how have you not seen the tree in the hill in One Tree Hill? In the hills is all we know. Because that's like, the name of the, the the name of the town is Tree Hill. Do they have an actual Tree Hill? I don't know. You've been lied to, Stephen. <laughs> I haven't seen it, bro. You know, I mean to be fair, that's like saying where's the where's Dawson's Creek. When you watch the show Dawson's Creek, except it's only about a person named Dawson if he doesn't own a creek. Yeah, even in a, a, a yeah. bird, bo- even in Bird Box, the opening of the movie has a bo- a bird in a box. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, um, you know what I did do, Stephen? Stephen, I feel like you're gonna be the only person that that gets this. Uh huh. Near the beginning of the pandemic, 
I I was uh, wasn't necessarily depressed, but oh. um. Anyway, just, just I I was looking back at like all of the all of the DC live action shows, and I binge watched um, the Constantine show again, uh, um, like at the start yes. of the pandemic. Which yeah. I fucking I'm I loved the Constantine show, and I'm so upset that it got canceled after the first season, the one and only season, because um, it really was like one of the best like DC shows that they put out. Honestly. But, they honestly HBO, HBO Max literally should bring back Constantine. You can put well, it on. Uh huh. Well, I was gonna say uh, they didn't continue his show, but they brought him into the CW shows. So he made like a guest appearance on Arrow, and then he became a series regular on Legends of Tomorrow. So I watched. The season that he came in on Legends of Tomorrow, and I started watching a little bit more. And Legends of Tomorrow is not a good show. <laughs> I mean, it's let, let's be it, let's be real here. Not a lot of the DC and live action shows are. They really aren't. Not anymore. Uh, like Doom Patrol. It, make, it makes me so sad what happened to those shows. Uh, me and me and my friends were talking about this uh, over the uh-huh. weekend because um, I had that wedding that I went to, and I talked to some of my friends from high school, and we we used to watch those shows as they aired, and then we would go to school the next day and we would talk about the episodes. And I remember what it was like watching the first season of The Flash and how how like insane we got over that show. And I'm just looking at what it is now, and I cringe, Mister Mayor. Like there are not, there aren't that many DC shows and like DC live action shows that are doing good. Like I only know. That Doom Patrol is doing really good. Yes, and I have not watched Doom Patrol yet, but I really need to. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, I haven't heard a lot about um, Titans Season 3, which probably is a good thing. I follow a couple people on Twitter who talk Mm -hmm. about it. And when it first started, when Titans Season 3 first started, they were like, holy shit, this is really good. And now they're like five episodes in or something like that. They're like, oh, well, same old, Titans, same yeah. old Titans. Yeah, yeah. Well, never, never Doom gonna Patrol. get over the fact that in the first trailer for Titans, they they highlighted that Robin said "fuck Batman." Yeah, I will never get over that. They got. They got to remind you that Robin's um edgy now. Do you remember? Do you remember when that trailer first dropped? When the Titans trailer first dropped, and it had a like a parental advisory warning because of that line. Yeah, and because of the blood that it showed. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hey, at least Doom Patrol is doing good. I, I, I also look at Legends of Tomorrow. I really tried to to like it because I wanted to, I wanted to support John Constantine because Matt Ryan plays um, 
John Constantine in the shows. And he does such a fantastic job. And he's quitting uh, Constantine now. Um, uh-huh. Like he said, he's not going to be playing the character anymore, I think. Probably because he did the character so damn dirty. He's not going to be on uh, on Legends of Tomorrow anymore. And I think he said he's he's not going to be playing Constantine like, and, uh, like again anymore. Which makes me so sad. So that means he's not going to be voicing him anymore in any of the DC movies? DC anime I, movies? I don't know. I uh, I need to look into it because the DC the DCAU is the only place that has shown Constantine respect. actual actual respect and love. Because yeah. the man has what like two movies on two movies dedicated to him. Both Justice League dark movies are like about him too. Yeah, I was and a whole say, animated three. Series. He's got he's got Constantine, City of Demons, uh, Justice League Dark, and Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Apocalypse War. Like that's the only that is the only place where that man has been shown consistent if, respect. If he does not voice John Constantine in Injustice Three, I'm going to be very mad. I I don't know when we're going to see anything from Injustice Three. I am having my fingers continuously crossed that when DC Fandom comes out next month, like we will get news about Injustice Three uh, because I, I so. want that. I hope so. I, I, I hope something that, for uh, Suicide Squad to kill the Justice League. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get a lot of stuff about like that um, Gotham Knights, and I want to hear more about the um, the new Arkham game that like Rocksteady's working on. I heard that it may be a remaster of Arkham Knight. Does that really need to happen? No, it no, does it doesn't. Exactly. You know, we what need a remaster, of, a Arkham remaster of Arkham Origins. Yeah, yeah. but that's not going to happen, is it? But uh, speaking of uh, speaking of DC fandom, oh god, here we go. Who's excited to hear more about Black Adam, the Batman, and the Flash? So you know what's great about all that is that it's slowly and slowly like I, I don't know if I can say DC is catching up with Marvel, but at the same time, I love what DC's doing. That's all I was just gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna be 100% honest, and I, I I said that I wanted to talk about this uh, when I was talking to Steven. Uh, I have enjoyed the DC movies this year more than the Marvel movies. Yeah, same. He's like the game up. Like no offense to um black widow or shang chi they're both good movies but i i just i didn't feel them like i did Zack snyder's justice league and the suicide squad brendan i just want to say i'm not interrupting you i just want to say when you said that just now i can just picture stanley up in heaven going don't make me come down there you down there (laughs) because you're a huge marvel guy though it's it's true. Well, I'm a I'm a big superhero guy in general, but um, I just Black Widow was good. I actually rewatched Black Widow um, when I this weekend when I was home with my parents, um, and I liked uh, I liked Black Widow more uh, the second time I watched it too. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I think I like Black Widow more than Shang-Chi, if I'm being honest. Whoa, 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 whoa. Say that again. 
I think I like Black Widow more than Shang-Chi. I second that. Oh, you Shang-Chi, boys are wrong. Shang-Chi was good. What? Did you say we're wrong? Shang-Chi was good. I liked the action in it. But I really was not a fan of the third act. Um, wow. I, there was way too much CGI going on. I couldn't tell what was going on in part of that final battle, which I, I don't want to get into it, but... I feel like if it would have stayed between these two characters fighting, I think it would have been better. I think they just they just went a little too over the top um, and tried to do too much at the end. And it just kind of left me feeling eh. Oh, I'm sorry. I got I to gotta disagree with you on that one. Black Widow. Black Widow was okay, but I'm like... It was. It wasn't bad. Say it, Levi. I want you to say it. I want you to say it. <laughs> it was entertaining. Nothing more. It listen. <laughs> Black Widow just. It was disappointing for her movie. Like it. It wasn't disappointing that it took this long to get her movie. The movie itself was disappointing for how it was. Yeah, that. that's yeah. I think. know you've expressed this numerous times when I was talking to you about it afterwards. Shang-Chi, though, like that, I will admit, I thought it was too much action at first. But yeah, I thought it was too much at the end. You know what's funny about Levi and, and these both movies that I saw both these with him, and so Marvel Black Widow comes out, and I was like, man, that movie was awesome. Levi goes, eh, and then when Shang-Chi happens, I'm like, he's like, man, Shang-Chi was awesome. I go, eh, <laughs> like we both flip-flopped. That was great. And now we can all see Eternals together and all be eh, together. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. And then we all can see No Way Home together and be like, all together, be that movie was good. Guys, I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm not looking forward to the Eternals at all. Yeah, I know. We know. I don't think anyone is. You have no idea how upsetting it is. For me to to look at a superhero movie and say, I ain't excited for that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, it looks so boring, guys. I have yeah. a question though. Like, what is it even about, bro? Like, who are the Eternals? <laughs> I'm gonna be 100 real with you. I got no fucking clue. Damn, my source of power, and he doesn't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Eternals. I know. I know the characters' names. I know Icarus and I know Cersei, and that's it. Do they have comics on these? Yes, probably. And you haven't read them though. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Then that's my answer. I was looking. For. I do know the character that uh, Kit Harrington is playing, um, guy who plays Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. He's going to be playing the Black Knight, and I'm excited about that. But that's about it. All I know is that Kumal Nanjiani got ripped, and that's what I'm going to see in this movie. <laughs> I know Angelina Jolie is going to be in it. And I know Rob Stark and Jon Snow are going to be in it. That yeah. is it. Selma uh, Hayek's in it, and so is Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, I, know Henry. The, I know the actors that are going to be in it, but I don't know anything about the Eternals. I don't know. It's going to be the second longest MCU movie, too. Is it? How long is it? It's over two and a half hours long. It's like two Bro, hours. Bro, why are you trying to be like... They want to be doing so bad. Bro, I am not going to sit through a fucking 
Levi, Blade Runner 2049. Levi, I don't want to hear it. You sat through Irishman. <laughs> oh, my God. You're not going to let this be. It all goes back to the Irishman. You know, when are we going to watch that together? Like, Never. Oh, wow. Already. We can break it up into episodes. No, we're not. We'll watch one hour the next and watch the other one the next day. And, <laughs> and this is why we will never watch it, because we are going to be like, no, we got to watch it all in one sitting. I ain't about to sit here and watch a three-hour movie and you let this fucking end game. You know what's funny wow. is that... Is what that, about what about Zack Snyder's Damn, League, Brendan, Steven? you got me again. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll sit and watch both of those. But I still, I still might need a, I still might need a break for like Zack Snyder's Justice League is thirty minutes longer than the goddamn Irishman, if and it all, damn sure don't feel like it. But Levi, it really don't. But Levi, there's superheroes in in DC watched, Justice League. I watched a, I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League again a couple weeks ago because we showed it to Becca. Um, we'd watched all of the all of the DC movies leading up to it, except for Suicide Squad. We didn't want to watch Suicide Squad. You don't need to. Uh, so we watched Man of Steel, BVS, and uh, and Wonder Woman. And I looked at Becca and I said, "I am showing you Zack Snyder's Justice League, and we are not. I am not showing you the theatrical version of Justice League. You mean the fake league? That one? Yeah. I I looked at her. I was like, I am not showing this to you until you watch this movie." And I don't even know when I'm going to show you the theatrical version. But one day, you will see it, and you'll see how how badly they fucking ruined this movie. (laughs) And real shit, I I, I still cannot believe what they fucking got away with. You know what's crazy, though, is that, like, I'm, I'm just hopping on what you said originally, which is, like, when I watched that movie... It did not like it felt long, but it felt long like in the sense that I needed it to be like all that content and stuff we missed. Yeah, because that's why I'm like I can watch this no problem. Whereas I feel like if I I'm just kidding, Levi. If I watch the Irishman, I probably won't say anything. But I just like saying it because it makes you mad. You, you guys need to give the Irishman a shot. You know what's funny too? It was on Netflix. So we I need to give Breaking it. Bad a shot. I am going to give you need to give into the Spider Verse a shot. Yeah, dude. I saying that. That's how you guys. I bought that on Blu-ray. Did you watch it? Yeah, and you said you still hadn't watched it. Hey, you're giving it the Fast and Furious treatment. You haven't watched any of those either. Oh, hey, now Fast and Furious. I only watch those with family. And you still haven't watched it with any of us. So what's the big deal, guys? What if Spider Ham is in uh, No Way Home? I hope he is. No, it's kidding. That'd be like seeing the alligator Loki in the TV show Loki. Well, Brendan, if we just make someone eating like bacon in the movie, then there that you was go. a good show. Loki was good. Loki, it was Loki. Mm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier wasn't that good though. That was terrible. That was the worst one out of all the MCU movies so far, or TV shows on Disney Plus so far. Sebastian, I'm Stan. really liking. I'm really liking What If though. I still haven't watched the new episode. Um, you you gotta watch it, but like the first like, like these first like seven episodes of What If has surprised. Well, some of them have been pretty good, not yeah. all of them. I thought the the Captain Carter one was eh. If if Peggy became Captain America, I thought that was yeah. okay. That was okay. Like that was okay. It was still the same. Like it, nothing really changed. It was still the same. Yeah, 
I mean, I think to me, I feel like the worst episode that we've got so far, sadly, has been Marvel Zombies. Yeah, I was not a fan of how they did Marvel Zombies. And you know, you know what the problem is? It's too many you jokes. Don't have full, that and you don't have access to the full Marvel Universe. I just thought it was awkward how they were they were cracking jokes while killing their friends. That too, because I was also just like, "Why does like, make sense?" Like when when Bucky like threw Cap out of the train, and you see Cap's zombie body get destroyed, and Bucky mm-hmm. just looks at him and goes, "Looks like this is the end of the line, pal." Yeah, it's like, like why. What? You just killed your best friend. Why are you cracking jokes? And when Wasp went like into Sharon's head and then got big and blew it up and she was like, I got Sharon all over me. It's like, what? Mm. She was just a human like five minutes ago. Also, you guys were like friends. Why? Yeah, you would you would expect <laughs> you, you 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 know. It's it's really weird that like the most like potentially traumatized person from this whole thing was probably Peter. Yep. Cause Peter actually like had emotions when people died. That really probably should have been one of the most emotional episodes. But you know what the most emotional episode was and was one of the best? Doctor what if Strange? Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yep. Cause that episode it's really damn good. That made that episode made me cry, if I'm being honest. It's such a good episode. Like that is a like that's a good one. Um another episode that I think is just really fun is um what if like T'Challa became Star Lord? Like that's just a that's that just a, a really fun, fun episode. That's just a fun episode. Like yeah, that that's is. fun. Um like Doctor Strange's episode hurts a lot. Um, another just like another episode that I'm surprised I've had more fun watching was um last week's episode. What if like, Thor if, was an only child? Yeah, like what if Thor was an only child? I was like, I did not expect to like that move, like that episode. Yeah, but it's just like a, it's good. just like a casually, it's just a casual fun episode, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And then yeah. it's then it's ending segues right into next this episode this week's episode yeah which oh my goodness this is which just show it just i'm surprised with where this is going so far because um i didn't think i was gonna really like enjoy it because i was like when i'm always scared because like when they go on like a run with good episodes one of them just has we like drops the ball but no they're like, I think they're about to be on a consistent run because I don't know how many episodes they have for a season this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's like if, if it's like ten, like it has been for like every other show. Is going to be like, because I don't, I don't think they're going to end it next week. I don't think so. It may be but twelve. I'll, okay, which make that makes sense. So, like they have like a good little thing going, and it, and of course, depending on how it ends, it it could definitely play a part into the bigger MCU now if it ends on like the right note. Um, you know what I'm really excited for though. 
What? The Hawkeye show. Oh, yes. I'm excited for the Hawkeye show, too. Oh, dude. Anyone else excited for the Hawkeye show, or is it just... I think it's interesting because at the end of... uh, of Oh, actually, on second thought, at the end of nothing, Urban, uh, I was gonna, gonna say I am looking forward to it. That just, that just, that just take that just anyway. Something happens in that movie, and then you know, so that have, that's why I'm excited for uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, you're show. talking about how the end credit ties in. Yee. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I said, oh, nothing. Never mind. That's why I said that. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, could have, we could talk about it, but we also could just leave it at that. But to answer your yeah. question, yes, I am excited for the Hawkeye show because I'm I'm happy that he's for me he's always been one of the most underrated characters of the MCU. So I'm I love him. Hawkeye as a character in the comics. I absolutely love Hawkeye, and they look like they're adapting one of my favorite storylines and one of the best Hawkeye stories ever, which, which is. Uh, My Life as a Weapon by uh, Matt Fraction and David Aha. Um, Such a great comic. And I'm very excited to see what they do because they've got the humor. They've got the style. I I love the shot in the trailer um, when the tracksuit mafia throws the Molotov cocktail at the window and Hawkeye busts the window out and catches it and throws it back at them. Like, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> like, it dude. really is. I'm, I'm like a hundred percent. Am excited for this new for this new show. We needed like a break from like actual like plot relevant MCU stuff. So the fact that we took a break with like lo- we're taking a break from like that with like this whole what if series, which like I said, it may or may not tie into it. Honestly, yeah. I don't care if it does. This is yeah. a nice break. We yeah. got like a this we got their first try at an animated show. Mm-hmm. It's actually doing pretty solid. I'm liking yeah. it. And it's a much needed break from like like it's a good segue from the way Loki ends into, like, what all of that introduces. Mm-hmm. So from there, from there, it brings, it's like, all of this is just a fun thing to see. And I know they have said that this is canon, but I don't know, but, you know, we don't know where it'll, like, actually, like, be, like, MCU canon until we actually see it in a movie yeah. or a TV show. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest, mm-hmm. and this may come as a surprise to you guys when I say this. I'm a little worried about where the MCU is going to go, because I saw something today, and it has been confirmed. Oh, no. They have... 31 MCU projects in development. Right Holy now. cow. That's a lot, what man. The, what the fuck? Why? Why so much? 31. That's a lot. And I'm guessing man. that includes like TV shows too. Probably. I would imagine. That sounds about I would right. hope so. <laughs> I would hope. Because like I know, I know with like as of right, it, it, including. We have because this year we have 
Eternals, and well, no, we have Eternals, No Way Home, no Way Home and Hawkeye. Those are like the last three things that I know we have of like MCU. Yeah, at stuff. least this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for this year. Next year, I know, I know next year we're getting Love and Thunder. We're getting Moon. We're getting Love and Thunder, Moon Knight. Are we get? Are we supposed? We're supposed to be getting Multiverse of Madness too. Yeah. Are we supposed to be getting Guardians of the Galaxy three next year, or is that? I don't know. They haven't really said much about it. Oh, that was twenty twenty three. But yeah, I think it might be twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. I think so. You gotta know, Chris Pratt's too busy doing his recording for the Mario movie to be in uh it's a to release a Mario. <laughs> Yeah, he's too busy recording for tomorrow we would have do stuff for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But um but yeah, I think we have that. We got I know we do we I think does Blade come out next year or does Blade come out in no, 2023? Blade's probably gonna be 2020. I don't even think they have a release date for it yet. Maybe we'll get fucking Morbius finally. Morbius is supposed to come out next year, but that's not MCU, that's Sony. Oh no, I know. I'm just saying maybe we'll get Morbius. We're supposed to be getting Morbius next year. We were supposed to have it this year. Yeah, and then they push it back. We were supposed to see that in theaters together. We were. I remember watching the trailer with you guys in the apartment. And we were just like, yes, we gotta go see Morbius together. And we showed it to uh to Veronica Micah, and we showed it to Veronica and Ella. Yeah, that was a good time. Good times. But like I think the point is there's a lot of MCU projects, and I know that like they know that what they have is gonna be like no matter if it's a good movie or a bad movie or a good TV show or a bad show, they know that no matter what is going to rake in hundreds and thousands and probably millions of people no matter what. Because we're following the story of the MCU so hard that like you can't it's kinda of fucking hard to pull out of it at this point if yeah. you're invested. Like, if you're invested into the MCU this hard, it's going to be hard to just, like, pull out of any of that stuff. Yeah. Because of, like, 31 movies, 30, well, 31 pieces of media of, like, movies and TV shows, you, like, you're going to be invested because you got to see what happens in either or. Because at this point, we know that, like, with these, like, first set of, like, three TV shows... We know they're gonna head. We're, we know for a fact that they're about to like head into important stuff in the movies, and with you that, know, you just you just gotta see what happens. That's another ten years of projects. It is because in ten years they made twenty eight movies, and yeah, and who and that me. That's just going to mean that Phase 4 is just like another decade-long project, potentially. Well, it could and not even that. Phase 4 and, and Phase 5. You know, like, Phase 4, Phase 5, I, 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 think what I'm, I think what I'm trying to say is, like, we don't even know what this saga is going to be called. This yeah. at all. Like, uh, for, for now, I'm just going to call it the Multiverse Saga until we get a solid name. 
the multiverse saga seems like it's going to span out for the next decade, which yeah. can be good or can be god-awful. We don't know, and at this point, only time can tell what will happen. Also, this reminds me of, um, because we're talking about stuff that's in a that's in a big universe, and that is canon or non-canon. That reminds me that uh, we have some new, we have new media for our lovely, lovely galaxy far, far away. We got some new Star Wars media voice. Star Wars visions, yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars visions. I want to ask Levi, do yeah. you have? Any intentions to watch Star Wars Visions at all? Before he goes on, I just want to say, the moment I saw that trailer, I said, I have to ask Levi what he thinks of this. Uh, nope. Ah, there it is. I knew it. And now I want to know why. Because it's anime? Yep. (gasps) No. Uh Uh-huh. Why? I'll be completely honest. I did not know it was anime until you just said that. What are you talking about? How did you did you not watch the trailers for Visions, bro? Uh, nope. Even I watched. Oh, okay, it. that makes sense. That makes Maybe sense. I though. If you Clone didn't, Wars either. Yeah, if you didn't watch a trailer for um for Visions, then you get you wouldn't know you would not know that it's um anime Star Wars. Levi, you haven't watched Clone Wars either, have you? Nope. Even I haven't watched Clone Wars, but I know I'm what making out. I'm making my way through Clone Wars ever so slowly. Clone Wars is so good. It's Wait, one of the best Star Wars media we've I'm on ever season got. two. Wait, I have a question. Are you talking about The Clone Wars the te- or, or Clone Wars? We're talking about the TV Star Wars, show. The Clone Wars, the animated one. Okay, that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, the, the CG one. The CG one, okay, yeah. One day I'm hoping that Disney Plus uploads the, um, the cart. The, oh my goodness, what is his name? Gendy Tarkovsky. Yeah, I hope they upload Gilly Tarkovsky the series because I need that again. It's good. It was it was so great. What's your but I, he's, he's the guy, guy he's Samurai the, Jack. Yeah, he did Samurai Jack. Um ah. he's done some Samurai Jack Primal and he's doing like I said, he did he uh he did the clone he did like the first Clone Wars animated series. He's done some other stuff, but the point is, the man is prolific because of Samurai Jack alone, honestly. Yes. But, um, I mean, once again, I'm not, okay, also, because we didn't get back to the question, why aren't you interested in watching Star Wars Visions, Levi? Uh, honestly, it just doesn't interest me. Really, it doesn't pique my interest at all. Fake Star and, Wars and, fan. And, and, yep. And, and this is where. I'm I'm not gonna be mean. This is where I'm gonna say that my friend, I I really think you should watch Star Wars Visions. Because it I know that a lot that like I think everything that we're getting is not canon, of course. You can't you can't fuck with Star Wars canon. However, all of these episodes are A, either pretty good. Like they're like they're 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 um they're drawn or like yeah they're mostly all they're like most of them are like hand drawn because you know that's how it like that's just how it it's not a hand drawn you know well designed the point being is a lot of these episodes look fucking beautiful 
because they chose some top tier people to work on um to work on uh Star Wars Visions because um it's what nine episodes it's nine episodes but um six nine episodes for the nine movies. No. Stop that. <laughs> it's nine episodes but six studios, I'm pretty sure, are um what worked on Star Wars Visions. And I gotta pull up um all the studio names because I don't remember them all by heart. But let me tell you, as someone who knows who someone who has watched a lot of anime and knows about all the good stuff, they did they pulled out um all the stops when they came to producing this show. I honestly hope that it gets a second season because it 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 deserves another season of just like short like short side stories that don't have any like solid part in the in like Star Wars canon, I think the I think there's only one thing that will potentially be like canon to the Marvel not the Marvel universe, my goodness. The Star Wars universe. And that is the very first episode. The duel. The duel. And oh my god, the duel is such a lovely episode because I don't remember the studio but I remember what they have done because they're a studio that specializes in doing like that um pseudo like CG-ish it animation. Looked like the, it looked like the same art style as Batman Ninja. Because it's, a, it's the studio that did it, that's why. Fuck me. It's the studio <laughs> that did Batman Ninja. That's why. Oh no. And I know that you know, I know that you aren't the biggest fan of Batman Ninja. However, that's still a great episode because oh, I know. It I, is, I heard it's literally like like the best episode. It's one of the best episodes. It is it is drawn fucking beautifully. It is drawn beautifully. The fight choreography is fantastic. Also, we get Umbrella lightsaber. Yes. I'm not saying no to a umbrella that's completely made of lightsabers. Who's gonna say no to that shit? Not Besides you. Levi. Also, I'm sorry. It was um. There are seven anime studios that worked on this. One of them, I'm pretty sure, was like a directorial debut, and it is a good episode to like get. It's a good episode to introduce yourself on. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So this is so. Can you? I just want to re, re uh, just to confirm. So that's this thing you guys were talking about. This uh, with the because I, I I heard umbrella lightsaber and I was looking at stuff for Batman Ninja because I didn't know what that was. So this one you guys uh, were talking about. What was that called again? It is literally the first episode of um of uh Star Wars Visions. Oh okay, I don't know why I didn't. Okay, great. I, that's what I thought it was. I just wanted to make sure. It yeah, it's the first episode, and there's some. There is some amazing stuff in here that's like really well done and whatnot. And some of it has some good writing. Some of it is like, you know, falls off, but it's still really good. And I think, like I said, there's like going to be one piece of tie in media, and it's from The Duel. 
like if the main character that is in um the dual episode is getting um like getting a not getting like a, a piece of Star Wars like meat Star Wars book written about him. Hmm. It comes out in it comes out in uh October twelfth, so it comes out next month. I'll be honest with you. I think I don't think in all my like years two of, weeks. of being on this earth, I don't think I uh-huh. ever would have seen a like Star Wars anime ever. But I'm glad that like they're just. I mean, doing it's about something. time. Yeah, I- I'm just glad that they're just doing something new because so for years we've seen like you know animated series and CGI and this and that, and now the Mandalorian came out, but now this is like for something different. You know what I mean? So yeah, like it's. Like Star Wars vision strays so far off of like canon that you would not expect it to come out, right? Because like there's real there the thing you know because it's very rare that like any Star Wars media that is like turned into a show is not canon because you get literally like everything that's out. Ex- like yeah, every every like Star Wars show that is out. Or except maybe like the fucking Ewok show. Who the fuck knows? Oh wow, I can't believe you brought that. Besides up. Yeah. that, <laughs> a lot of these are probably a lot of them are like canon. Like we got, we go. we have all of that, and it's all canon. And now that we have something that isn't a video game, right? A comic book that's not canon. Yeah, no, this is good, and it's and it's. And to even make the fact clear that it's done by amazing studios like Studio Trigger, Production ID, Kinema Citrus. I definitely still got to check it out. It sounds interesting. I recommend it. I mean, I'm not an anime guy. You guys know that all all the way through. But I love it when I'm introduced to new stuff. So, yeah. I'm I'm done talking about my la- my uh rant about Star Wars Vision. If that is the case, none <laughs> of us have any closing comments. However, I know one of us has something else to say. So, Urban, the floor is yours. All right. Thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listeners from all over, from wherever you're listening, tuning in from, uh, tonight. September 30th, 2021, will be uh, my final episode as a Cinemaniac. So this was, uh, this was the last curtain call for me here tonight, and I am grateful for all of it. I'm thankful that I got to finish uh, tonight out on the historic night of the new uh, basically the new you know resurgence of our show it has you know i i wish that 2020 didn't go the way that it did but it unfortunately mm-hmm. did but i am glad that you know eventually we came back around to it and now we came here tonight and that i was able to just have one more final ride uh with the boys and and for that i i just wanted to say thank mm-hmm. you to our uh, families and friends for supporting us over the years that you did. Uh, your support means everything to us. And of course we would not be here without any of you. And last but not least, thank you, Stephen, uh, Levi and Brendan for all the years that we've had together for just everything, you know, honestly, it, it's, it's, it's surreal. It's indescribable. It's, it's bittersweet for me. And I, I never thought that it would kind of, you know, happen this way, but 
I am grateful for it all. And I, I'm extremely happy that we got to do what we did. We shared a lot of great moments and years together. And uh, I, I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for allowing to, you know, putting up with me and my crazy self for all these years. And I am grateful to uh, have been a part of this show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a million times. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. And it's been great having you around too. Like, obviously you were here. You you were here when all of this started, along yeah. with you know the rest of us. So of course, like it's sad to see one of us go, but hey, you still got three of us to keep it going strong. Exactly, and that's what always. And and to the to the future audience listening in, and you know this this whole thing. First of all, this is a great new format for for the Cinemaniacs, and not just on the radio, but actually having a more. You know, under, you know, if you're over age, of course, be ready for that. But at the same time, also, it's just kind of cool to see a podcast format. But at the same time, uh, for those that have never heard of us before or just tuned in for this first episode, uh, I can I can by myself say that you guys are in great hands. You guys have three amazing hosts here that I have shared, had the joy of sharing the studio with for many years. And they are just as, uh, you know, I say kooky and crazy as me, but even more so. So... <laughs> They are. They have a lot of uh, right about that. amazing personality <laughs> and character. So enjoy them. Enjoy them, because I, I sure did. Hey, Irvin. Don't say it, Levi. You'll always be my brother. <sighs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so as the boys end, uh, signing off for one final time. I'm Irvin. Thank you for everything. Aww. Yeah, and on that note, I mean. This has been the first episode of the Cinemaniacs. If you guys enjoy what you have heard, go ahead and follow us on Spotify and follow us on Twitter, which is at underscore the Cinemaniacs, where you can yeah, find yeah. us talking about the show. This week, since it's been our first week of uh, getting everything together, you will definitely be seeing posts about me, Brendan, and Levi. You know, just some short bios. And probably just us talking about show stuff and probably a little bit of movies. But for the most part, just expect like some quick bios about the three of us. If you don't know us, it's a good way to get to know us. And if you are familiar with us, then, you know, it probably is a good reminder to remember who we are. So (laughs) you have that. So, like I said, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and follow the Spotify podcast, which is what we're on. And on that note, signing off. I am Steven. I'm Brendan. And I'm Levi. And we are the Maniacs. Have a great day. Or night. Whichever one you're listening to in. <laughs>